Hello everyone and welcome back to Scottish and Scared. I'm Stephanie and I hope you're all doing very well. I would like to first apologise for my croaky voice. I am very sick at the moment but that is neither here nor there. This week I have something very exciting for you. As I've said before the show is taking part in the Scottish Collaboration which is a bunch of amazing Scottish content creators coming together to promote one another and hopefully help you find some new Scottish podcasts and small businesses to fall in love with. Today it is all about the Mums, Mysteries and Murder podcast. The podcast is hosted by Marty and Effie who are two mums that are obsessed with true crime and mysterious happenings. Each month they take turns to tell each other a wee story from their homelands, Effie being Scottish born and bred and Marty being from Australia. So if you love true crime and mysteries this is definitely one for one worth a listen. I actually had the pleasure of appearing on Mum's Mysteries and Murder to tell one of the hosts, Effie, a spooky wee story about Baldoon Castle in Dumfries and Galloway. I absolutely love their show, it's very entertaining and light-hearted and the hosts are very lovely. I had such a good time speaking to Effie and a big thank you for asking me on. So please head over to Mum's Mysteries and Murder to listen to our collab, give them a follow and review and again a big thank you for having me on. On tonight's episode, I thought I would play you one of their episodes to give you a wee taste of what the show is all about, and I hope you love it as much as I do. Please enjoy. Hi, I'm Kristen. And I'm Jennifer. And we're the hosts of Haunted or Hoax, a paranormal investigation podcast where we investigate the legends and history, not just the ghosts. Our locations range from houses down in Savannah, Georgia, murder houses in the Midwest, to hotels in West Virginia. Additionally, we get together and go on ghost tours and bring the legends and history to you. Join us every Tuesday as we discuss the legends, history, and experiences from haunted locations. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. Bye! Bye. Hello and welcome to Mums, Mysteries and Murder. I'm Marty. And I'm Effie. And nothing of any importance has gone on this week, has it? Not at all. (laughs) We shouldn't laugh. It's been a very long week in Scotland, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been very eventful. It's been a whole week now, hasn't it, since the Queen died? Has it been? Yeah, it was Thursday. Yeah. Feels like it's been longer. It's constant, like... 24 hour news about the Queen, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. It was nice that Edinburgh was involved, I think. Yeah. I mean, she's, she. She loves Scotland, didn't she? Yeah, she died up at Balmoral, which was like her favourite place, apparently. Mm-hmm. And you were not far from there. I was just along the road, which was. I literally. I was staying in an Airbnb and I looked out the window in the morning and we saw the coffin go past. Was that the picture that you took? Was yeah. that from your window? Yeah. Oh my god. I know, it was really nice and it was like really peaceful. It was absolutely beautiful weather as well. It's like, mm. It was it was good timing from Her Majesty. <laughs> it was a good time. Yeah. You were very close. Exactly it was, you were at a wedding though, weren't you? I was at a wedding and oh. um, so the wedding was um, near a village called Braemar which is very close to Balmoral, and there were lots of, like, uh, media uh, outlets. Is that what you say, outlets? Yeah. Or retail is outlets? It? No, retail outlets. <laughs> it's like h H&M when you go ASOS, and buy it. ASOS is out there. <laughs> Top shop. What is no, it? Me- media stations. Just media people. Yeah, like, doing their uh, coverage of the, the press. And, mm. Yeah, we saw Princess Anne go past and... And we were just talking about Andrew. how glamorous Camilla looked. Camilla we couldn't amazing. believe it, could yeah. we? she looks... I suppose it's like when you see famous people in person and they look way better than they look on TV, even yeah. though they look good on TV. And you're like, wow. They always look thinner as well. Yeah, and kind of smaller as well, they look... Yeah, they do. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it's been a bit of a weird week. It's a bit, bit sad. Isn't it? it feels like lots of change. And, it does yeah. feel like lots of change. We went to say goodbye and then we got stuck on one side of the Royal Mile that I think maybe lots of people have seen. And we had to walk a very long time to get home, but it was lovely. It yeah. was lovely. It was quite like peaceful. Yeah. 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 Ding, ding. I'm just going to turn my phone off, I think. Okay. Yeah. So that was a bit of a shock, wasn't it? It was New a massive Prime shock. Minister. Wasn't it? Oh, she's New had a rough Minister, week, hasn't she? And then she? the Queen dies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she was old. But yeah. It was still a shock to everyone, I think, wasn't I think it? So, yeah, because there wasn't any sort of signs that she had been really unwell. No. And lots of really nice stories came out about her and um, quotes and things. There was one quote that she'd said about um, she never wears beige. She always wears bright colours because then people will know who she is. Oh, in case they mix her up. Yeah. That's what she – it was said better than that. It wasn't so people know who she is, but it was so people will know she's the queen or something like that. I thought that was really sweet. And people are leaving – um, marmalade sandwiches everywhere, apparently. Really? And everyone's getting massively pissed off about it. What do you mean everywhere? Just like at Buckingham Palace and okay. like in Scotland. And sort of around places. Yeah, they're oh. leaving marmalade sandwiches because oh, the whole Paddington Bear thing. Yeah, right. Do people know about the Paddington Bear thing in America, do you think? Surely. Because it was pretty... The Queen's Jubilee. Was it for the Queen's Jubilee? Yeah. And it was a big a celebration. Skits, yeah. And yeah, she did a little so sketch a, yeah. with Paddington, didn't she? And they had afternoon tea together and they had um, obviously a marmalade sandwich. Yeah. Which was very sweet. It was very sweet, but it's a bit weird that people are leaving. I know. You do what you have to do, don't you? Yeah, to, co- to cope with grief. Yeah. It's, very, it's just been a really specific. weird week it has been very very odd yeah generally yeah if you're not in this country i don't, I'm, I wonder what it's like if you're like in america or canada yeah. or something it's it's kind of crazy here isn't it i wonder if we do have loads of american listeners i'd love to hear what your yeah, thoughts are about it yeah do you think, you guys think yeah. come drop us a message on instagram and let us know because yeah. It's weird for us, but and we know that it's going all over the world, but we don't know how much. Mm. I know Australia's been very interesting. Yeah, yeah. But this will be funerals on Monday, and then in everything is closing on Monday. Yeah, which is. But we had a public holiday in mm. Scotland anyway, so I do feel a bit cheated. I know. Yes, we did have that. Mm. Yeah, the schools were already off, weren't they? And there's lots of rage because Centre Parks is closing just for the day. So people have to leave and then come back. No. Should really? we explain what Centre Parks is to American people? Yes. You've been to Centre Parks. I've been to Centre Parks. Right, explain because so I can't it's like, the rage. Have you never been to Centre Parks? No, you know how I feel about <laughs> Centre Parks. So it's like lots of little cabins inside like a forest. Yes. And they have, so you drive there and then you've got to leave your car in a big car park and then you walk or That's you cycle so to your log cabin and then there's like a big um swimming pool and then they've got lots of like activities for like kids to do and like restaurants and stuff that are all it's all like very kid friendly but basically when it's the school holidays like all the families go to the centre parks so when it's the Scotland school holidays the nearest centre park is like in the north of England and you just see loads of like Scottish people. <laughs> what are you doing? They're, like walking around, going, "Oh, am I going to bump into my neighbour here?" <laughs> oh, it's just not like, your scene, though. No, do you know what? It feels like a very overpriced, expensive oh, yeah, school camp. Like it's super expensive, but it's not that. It's not like it feels like it's expensive. <laughs> That's because it is very expensive. It's very expensive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So it's not my the thing. Center parks. All right. Yeah, yeah, they're closing it. I'm so sorry about my phone going off every 14 seconds. Um, it's Is in tribute to the Queen. <laughs> I don't know. It's just messages coming in. Um, so please just ignore that. Um, we should say as well. You will have heard a preview for Haunted or Hoax, the podcast. Yeah, as Which opposed is- to Haunted or Hoax, the TV show. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> It is such a good podcast, isn't it? You know, listen to it a great. lot. I do. I love all the kind of haunted stuff. So, it, yeah, it's really good. They're really interesting, like, just sort of 
cracking down cases and seeing yeah. whether it's it's real or not really so as the title suggests I was just gonna say yeah, yeah it does what it says on the tin yeah but it's one of the because I don't really listen to stuff like that I'm a bit freaked out by stuff like that but that one's not too bad it's not I wouldn't say it's particularly scary yeah no, no it's really good and like the um the guys that do it are, are, are great as well yeah yeah we like that podcast and speaking of podcasts we have been teasing this um boo pod collaboration a lot um on instagram and it is going to be released in October, which exciting. is very exciting. Yeah. Yes. And I don't know what it is. You don't know no. what it is. You're going to be just like everyone else listening. I know. So we're basically like, choosing. It's an area in America where lots of things have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we're asking the listeners to do is to listen to different podcasts in order. So I think we're the fourth podcast in the order. Okay. And it's basically basically going to tell a long story about all the different things that have happened in this Amazing. weird area. Okay. So we're number four. But we'll let you know about that um, next month, Fantastic. which is very exciting. Yeah. yeah. And Haunted really Oaks, I think they're a part of it, actually. Yeah. Yes. Um. Also, we should say a big thank you to Missy who left us an amazing, lovely oh, Missy, message. Thank you so much. That was amazing. That's made my day, that message. That was such a good message. I know. Um, and she's the United States as well, isn't she? Yeah. yeah. Where are you from, Missy? We'd love to. Yeah. To where you. did we think it was? North, North Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. No idea where that is, but that's where we think it is. It's above Carolina. <laughs> It's the north. It's a little bit up. <laughs> we would love to hear from American listeners and find out where you're listening from. That would be amazing. Or from anyone else, from yes. any other country. Actually, yes. If you're listening in any country yeah. that's not the UK, please come over to Instagram at Mums Mysteries and Murder and let us know where you're listening from because it's always really exciting to us that, well, first, anyone's listening. Yeah. And second, someone from another country is actually listening. I know. But it's, I mean, it, like, it's just so cool that people are listening and taking the time to like review or yeah. like send in messages. It's so kind. We loved your message, Missy. I've listened yeah. to it three times. <laughs> That's very sad. We need more reviews. We need more reviews. Um, before we crack on, I just want to tell you something very exciting. Okay. Michael Sheen has gone viral oh, this week. Oh, yes. You sent me a link to that, yeah. Did you watch it? I did. It has now gone viral. It was very good. It was amazing. He's very good, yeah. He's got a lovely (laughs) Welsh accent. He has got a lovely Welsh accent. If you're new to this podcast, you won't know about my Michael Sheen obsession and Effie's Monty Don obsession. Um, I'm not quite as obsessed, I don't think, as you. That's because Michael Sheen is far better. (laughs) (laughs) In so many ways. Sorry, Monty, if you're listening. Until Monty goes viral, I'm afraid I am the winner. (laughs) <laughs> of that competition <laughs> he was very impressive this week he was incredibly yeah incredibly impressive <laughs> go to twitter and look up michael sheen welsh rugby speech and you will be amazed and impressed and then come over to mum's mysteries and murder and tell us what you think mm-hmm. anyway we've just talked a lot of bollocks i know so let's, let's hear what's co- it's you this week so yeah this is a bit weird that i'm doing this because it's a scottish story it's a good one, though. But I was at Loch Ness um, earlier in the year and for the summer holidays, mm-hmm. and I actually texted Effie and said, we haven't done the Loch Ness Monster. No, we haven't. And we're a Scottish mystery podcast. I Why know. haven't we done it? It's Why like an obvious thing. It? I don't know. It's was like- it too obvious? Do you know what? It's one of those things that, like, if you go to a different country and then someone is talking about Scotland, then they yeah, might mention true. Nessie, but then, like, I would never even think of it, you know? Yeah. When it's in your own country. Yeah. Although we're a Scottish podcast as well. <laughs> I haven't done Ivan Malat, and I feel like that's very obvious. But I haven't done that because that's absolutely know, horrific that's and take too much, six months worth of research. Yeah. That is too, mm-hmm. too heavy going. So, we're going to give... Nessie, a little crack. Um, sources are very many. Sources are CBS and 60 Minutes, of course it is. I love it. Um, the website highland.gov.uk, 
The Inverness Courier, of okay. course. The Guardian. You'll love this one. Haggis Adventures. Oh, nice. And travelness.com. So, because you're from this part of the world, I am, yeah. I am going to need a little bit of your input for this episode. Okay. <laughs> a little bit of your input, like you never input many episodes. <laughs> but you know this area a lot better than I do. Yeah, I do. So, I'm probably from the, the village that I'm from is like a narrow drive north of Inverness, and that's where Loch Ness is. Yeah. So, yeah. We used to go yeah, that is quite close, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Did you ever go when you were a little kid looking? Like, do you remember ever, like, it being a big thing when you were little and, like, your parents taking you down Again, there? Yeah, it's, like, one of those things that's, like, you know, it's more like a tourist thing that you do. We yeah. definitely would go along Loch Ness. Mm-hmm. And when we were going along, oh, yeah, obviously I was, like, looking out for all the the, the Nessie signs. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't, like, a thing that we would go and do. That's so weird, isn't it? Yeah. I suppose it's like, you know, when you... When something's close. Yeah. You don't... Like, I haven't really been to the Edward Castle, so... <gasps> I've been so many times. Have you? Only because I've had lots of people come and visit and they always want to oh, go there. Yeah, it is yeah. so expensive to go there, though. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, I just send them by themselves now and I go and get a cup of coffee and say, I'll meet you back here in oh, an hour. Oh, that's a good idea. It's yeah. so, it is worth going to, but, yeah, it's so expensive. Yeah. Um, so, Loch Ness is up north. <laughs> I've established that. It's about four to five hours drive from Edinburgh. Um, it's not the top of Scotland. How far would it be from the top of Scotland to Loch Ness, do you think? Oh, here we go with the distances now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh. Well, I so- guess. Like, if you were driving, how long would it take you to drive from Loch Ness to the very top? So probably about another two hours, I would say. <gasps> That's quite far, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Because the roads get quite bad. It's so remote. Yeah. Like you get to um, maybe like Perth and then it starts to like everything gets remoter and remoter and you see it like all the the heather and the moors and things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's quite, it's pretty far north though. It's not, there's hardly anyone lives lives in that part of the world. That's why the Loch Ness monster lives there because it's remote. Because nobody sees it. Yeah. Um, so Loch, or how do you say it? Loch. Love that. <laughs> Is the Gaelic word for lake or garlic? Do you say garlic or Gaelic? It's Gaelic. But when I say it, it sounds like garlic <laughs> that you're having for dinner, doesn't it? I, I don't say garlic. But when I say it, see, I can't say it. I have to say garlic. When I say Gaelic, I either say Gaelic or it's garlic I just said I can't say <laughs> it's it it's so funny it's so weird I was like because my little boy plays a Gaelic football yeah okay so I always say are you going to Gaelic yeah oh, but what it comes out garlic a lot of the time and people are like oh, what's what's he it? doing yeah. yeah so gar and now I can't say I it. can't say it <laughs> garlic so gar gar like Garlic. 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 Yay. But that just sounds like garlic. It does. Um, <laughs> it's I've said garlic too much. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is going to be a long episode. <laughs> um, now, did you know I've got some interesting facts? Are you ready for this? There me. are over 31,000 locks in what? Scotland. Oh, yes. my God. That's a lot of locks. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. That's Wow. Um. And Loch Ness is the second largest Scottish loch by surface area. Is it? After Loch Lomond. Loch Lomond. Yes. <laughs> you do know. We're going to have an issue. It's like a sort of I little... feel like I'm speaking French. And yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's like a little sort of uh, French game. Say it again. Loch Lomond. Loch Lomond. Loch Lomond. Yeah. Right. Like the Robert Burns thing. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Well, There's going to be a lot of Scottish things in this episode. <laughs> What's the Robert Burns thing? You know, like... That was my stomach. I'll take the high road and you take the road. Yeah. But what's that got to do with Loch Lomond? Oh, is, is it not something to do with Loch Lomond? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm possibly just making that up. This is going to be such a long episode. <laughs> a quarter oh, of the way on one page of six. <laughs> So Loch Ness and then Loch Lomond, okay. Yes. But you will get lots of interesting facts. 
about pronunciation. Okay. And facts about Scotland. Oh, and this, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right, so let's see what I've written here. Loch Lamond. Lamond. That sounds beautiful. Um, Maybe we should just go for that. Its surface area is 21.7 miles. Oh my gosh. Yes. Wow. But to show how big it is, you could take every single, this is amazing, you could take every single lake, river, and reservoir in England and Wales, combine all that water, and Loch Ness would still have more no. water. That is ridiculous. Wow. So, so You could deep. take every, lo- every lake in Centre Parks. <laughs> Well, yeah, it would make up a puddle, I think. That's yeah. crazy. That is a crazy fact. That is huge. That yeah. doesn't seem real, does it? That's like, it is huge. It's such a deep... Yeah, yeah. no they can't f- find it. Yeah. Like, it's so deep, yeah. That's crazy. Um, you could also take every single person on the planet... What? ...and squeeze that massive group of people into the locks volume ten times over. No. Yes. What? You're impressed, aren't you? I might not be able to speak, but I do have the facts. That is incredible. That is incredible. Oh, my goodness. I can't even get my head around that. Mm. Wow. It's slightly terrifying. Deep. I know. And big as well, yeah. Um, So due to its great depth, it is the largest by volume in the British Isles. Okay. The deepest point, how deep do you think the deepest point is in metres? Um, 30 metres. No, are you kidding me? <laughs> 230 metres. Oh, wow. I can't even grasp that. No, I'm struggling with that. 230 metres deep. That do you is know, absolutely terrifying. Do you know one of the good things that's come out of COVID? You know when they had to do the, you know, the distancing? And it was mm-hmm. like a two metre distance. Oh, yeah. Everyone knew I how ne- much two metres were. I know. Were. I never used to know any distances. Like two metres, what's that? You know, mm-hmm. I used to do it in feet or whatever. And so now, I'm like, I know what two metres is. No, do you know what mine is? Everyone knows how to wash their hands properly and no one was doing it properly. Oh, yeah, that was good. So there's a couple of good things. Hands properly. Yeah. And also, we didn't have good to right. see people or wear a bra for such a long time. <laughs> Okay, That's amazing. So a lot of good there were so many good things. Yeah. There was lots of awful things. We shouldn't joke about that because lots of people died. But there were some good things. Yeah. A few good things. Yeah. Like the hand washing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so let's see. Your deepest point is 230 metres, making it the second deepest lock in Scotland. It's not even the deepest lock. Oh, oh I'm going to keep doing that. I can't keep that up. So is it Loch Lomond that's the Loch deepest? Mora, 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 yeah, Mora. Well done, Loch Mora. I'm getting better at this. Yeah, the deepest point there is 310 meters, so it's oh. like almost another hundred meters. Imagine I can't cool figure that out in my head. Can you? Imagine how cool that is if you fell into it. You'd never come back up again. Yeah. That is so deep. That is very deep. If very you're deep. kicking a football in there, you're not getting that no, back. No, you don't. Although they bob on the surface, don't they? <laughs> um, so another fact, because it's so vast and full of so much water, there's a better way to say that, but because there's so much water, yeah. it never freezes. Wow. Okay. That is amazing, isn't that it? Is I've actually amazed you. Yeah, I never thought of that. It's never going to freeze. Because it gets so cold up there, doesn't it? Yeah, it must be super cold, but not enough to, to freeze because there's just crazy. so much water. Because how cold does it get up there in winter? Um, So, um, like, anything from... It used to get down to, like, I think, like, minus 27 <gasps> in winters. No! Like really, it would be really, really cold. Because you're right in the middle of the... You're high up. Yeah. and then you're right in the middle of the, the land as well so it'd get super cold <gasps> people in Canada right now are going that I is know. nothing like, what is that yeah that is crazy I mean not often but it, it would yeah you would get the like the locks around where I used to work they would freeze and you'd be able to go skating oh no I can't do that that terrifies no. me as well because it just cracks and you're dead. <laughs> well, yeah. Doesn't it? I know, but when you're like five, you don't know. No, you die of an easier when you're five. <laughs> Would you do that? Would you skate when you were little? Yeah. <gasps> I used to do that. No. 
Well, you didn't know. Like, you didn't, I wouldn't know at the time. you just go off That's and do it. bad 80s parenting, though, wasn't it? it? Well, yeah. Well, you're 90s. No, like, yeah. You'd be early 90s, wouldn't you? I am. Sadly, no, yeah. So, like, like 80s. So, yeah, yeah, I would have been up to 10, yeah. But you would never let your kids do that now. No, of course not. I'd be, like, That's right behind them. Absolutely terrifying. I know. Oh, my God. Okay. Um... So the average temperature of Loch Ness sits at about five and a half degrees Celsius oh. year round. Wow, that's so cool. And it doesn't really change in the summer, which is super weird. But maybe because it's so deep. So deep yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, people swim in it all the time for charity events. Yeah. I saw what? loads of charity events where people Did you? had swum. And the first person to do it took 31 hours back in 1966. What? Did they sw- swim, like, 21 miles? I think so. Oh, my goodness. And five degrees. Yeah. Wow. That's a day, though. It took them over a day to do oh, it. Oh, that's horrendous. Can you imagine? Oh, that's terrible. It also has an island called Cherry Island Oh. that measures 49 metres. Okay. They think it was constructed during the Iron Age, but now just looks like a big tree. Oh, I can't so even like fathom the Iron Age. <laughs> I don't know because I'm Australian. That when people say things, I'm like, I don't even understand. There's just back about me though. There's yeah. a bit of um, you know, what's his name, Henry the Eighth. Bit and of that. There's a bit before yeah. that. I don't really understand what happened before any of that. Yeah. And then there's like forward the the twenties, the sixties, whatever. There was this like long time where everyone was just going about in um, like rags and like you like hitting sticks together, building little fires. No, I can't. That doesn't compute in my head that <laughs> that ever happened. Yeah, I'm talking about a lot this monster, and I believe in that. Well, we'll get to that. Well, we'll get to that. Um, It also has a castle, which you know about, Urquhart Castle. Um, You can visit it when you go to the lock when you go on a Loch Ness cruise, or you can drive and stop off. I went on a cruise down Loch Ness once. Do you know what kind of cute cruise it was? What a booze cruise, a belly dancing cruise. Oh my god, you're so weird. I know. (laughs) (laughs) That was the last thing I was expecting you to say. Yeah, it was quite... I wasn't doing the belly dancing. Okay. I was watching the belly dancers. What is a belly dancing <laughs> cruise? That's so niche, isn't it? It was just these and ladies. in Loch Ness. It's not even like in Dubai know, it's or cold. Yeah. Morocco. <laughs> it was a bit of a weird one, yeah. Are you sure you just weren't on a hen thing? I mean, then? I think there was quite a lot of booze involved as well, but... Yeah, it was definitely belly dancing. There were de- there were definitely that belly dancers. So weird. On the cruise. I didn't go on the cruise when we went there because I'm not good with boats. Oh yeah, she's making quite a lot of noise. Um, I'm not good with boats, but my but Dan went and my little boy went, and I and went and sat. It. Yeah, they loved it. So I went and sat and had a coffee, <clears throat> and actually texted you and said yeah. you should really be doing the hot this monster. Um, it's such a nice spot. It's where you go to get on the cruise and everything and, you know, you get your tickets and you go out and do it. But it's a beautiful hotel and it overlooks the whole lock, which is amazing. So I just sat and had a cup of tea and the sun was pouring in the window and they rang me. Okay, from the book. Yeah, they rang me on video chat and just yelled at me straight away, don't talk, we can't hear anything you're saying. And you could just hear all the wind and their faces were being blown back and stuff. (laughs) But it was in the summer. Yeah, yeah, I know, it's just always quite cool. Yeah, but they loved it. Did they? They absolutely loved it, but yeah, yeah, I'm just not a boat person. Um, So... Yes. Okay. So more facts. Because the hills surrounding Loch Ness are all peaty. Yeah. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Perfect. The water in Loch Ness is really peaty. Okay. So when the rain hits the hills, the rain runs down the side of the peaty hills. Yeah. And the peaty water runs all the way into Loch Ness. Um, okay. Peat, which is also used in the whiskey making process. And because of this, the water in Loch Ness is very dark and murky. Yeah. 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 That's horrible. So he, we used to get like peat. So peat is like a sort of, I don't know. I think it's like the, like ancient trees and stuff have like uh, disintegrated it. So it's like a kind of earthy oh, yeah. thing. Okay. Um, and 
we used to get it in our like tap water. So tap, you'd run the tap water and it would be like brown water. Oh, so you'd no. have your bath and it looked like no. you were in a brown bath. Yeah. But oh. it was like really clean because it was just from the loch. You don't want that though. Um, probably. Would you drink it? it? Nice. I mean, it tasted quite nice. Do you know? I remember when we were there, I actually asked someone about yeah. the water because it was slightly, slightly yellowy. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, is this all right? And she's like, yeah. And I said, you get asked this all the time, don't yeah. you? Yeah. But it just, just it's very awful. off-putting, isn't it? It's just the colour of it. It, t- it tastes quite good. It's like a brownie. It looks like urine, basically. Oh, it? that's not as bad as like. I was thinking of like brownie sort of. Oh right, like. Oh my god! Speaking really? of brownie, I got so bird pooed on this week. <laughs> it was one of the worst experiences oh, no. I've ever had. When people say they get bird pooed on, I get it. I've been bird pooed on many times, <laughs> but I was it? sitting in the park. You know, Victoria Park. Yeah. I was sitting in the park, I had a cup of coffee, and it just, I felt something on me, like a thud. It was that heavy. Oh, no. I should just say, if you're eating, I'm just going to give you a little warning, because this is pretty gross. It went on my head, all over my T-shirt, back and front, and on my yoga (laughs) leggings. Oh, my God. It was what the actual (laughs) fuck it had something wrong with it it had eaten something bad because it was brown it was absolutely revolting and i knew someone that was coming towards me in the park and she's like hi and i went no look and so she got it out of my hair and stuff oh Oh my god it was absolutely revolting yeah i had a shower to spray all my stuff vanish Bit of stain room. Oh, so it was gross. the most revolting thing that's ever happened to me. Oh god! More revolting than when you know they're little and they throw up on you and stuff. Yeah, well, it was far worse. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, I don't so know why grim. I'm telling this story on a podcast and no one needs to know about being bird pooed on. But it was it's good to know. Though. Horrible, and it didn't bring me good luck. Well, it's so, supposed to. No, it's not. It's that's what people say when you get pooed on. They feel bad for you. Yeah, it's to make you feel better. I bought Euro Millions lottery tickets that night. Nothing. Nothing happens. Oh, no. So it's not good. Okay, cracking on. Um, so, oh, this is good. Controversial English occultist. Oh. Alistair Crowley lived here. Okay. So he started a new rig- religion believed and believed himself to be a prophet. Okay. He encouraged people to undergo weird cult rituals. Oh, no. He also published a bunch of poems that were later described as the most disgusting piece of erotica in the English language. Oh, my goodness. Does that not make you want to see what it is, though? Like, what's so awful about it that... I mean, it must be pretty positive. It's only poems, though. It's not like... When when was it that he was around? Oh, I don't know. Because if it was ages ago, then it was. Yeah, it was like like Victorian after the Iron Age. (laughs) After the Iron Age, before the sixties, I think it was maybe Victorian. Was it Victorian? I feel like it was. Yeah, sounds quite Victorian. Do you know what Dan would know that? Because I was telling him this information when I was researching. He's like, "Oh yeah, I know all about that." And then I told him the whole story. He's like, "I know about that." I've never heard of so. This guy once lived in a house Uh in Loch Ness. Oh right, right, okay. Apparently, Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin yeah. bought the place in the 70s because okay. he was obsessed with this guy. Oh, okay. And he never actually lived there. Right. He just so, bought it. Yeah, he bought it. He visited a lot. Right. But he eventually sold it 22 years later after he allegedly described it as having bad vibes. Oh, well, no oh. wonder. But if you know that stuff, does that not just, do you know what I mean, make you, you feel it. that when you're. Like if you go yeah, somewhere yeah. you know it's haunted, yeah, it yeah, do you not just feel it, yeah. you're jumpy and you know yeah. things that you wouldn't panic about? I think some places do just have bad things. Yeah, I do as well. Yeah. Um, so apparently Crowley used the home. No, apparently, oh. yeah, he used the house. Sorry, to hold ghost summoning rituals. Oh no! Which might explain why it had bad vibes. Um, and. Because of the like, there were loads of fires and things there, and like, it's the, there's been a lot of disrepair. The house is now surrounded oh, right. by scaffolding, and you can't go and see it. Oh, right, okay, okay. But so can you imagine just, that? I mean, that sounds pretty awful. Why it? would you buy a house and then, like, never you just don't want to live there? But if you're that rich, you're part of Led Zeppelin, yeah, yeah, he's probably got, yeah, houses like we have. 
cheese biscuits. Exactly. We've probably got yeah. <laughs> macaroni pies. No, no, um, so Lotness sits in the belly of Great Glen, which is the most prominent fault line in the British Isles. This is these facts are amazing. These are amazing facts. Thank you they so are much. So good. I am actually going to get to the Loch Ness monster very soon. I, I'm just enjoying the facts. Good. I'm glad you're enjoying the facts. Um, so this basically means there's a big fracture in the area's land, okay. and the fracture caused the valley to emerge. Right. Okay. So the fault line also means that the area is home to tiny little earthquakes. Oh, amazing. I didn't know that. You've never made that noise before. No, that's exciting. <laughs> but the majority of them are completely undetectable. Oh, right. So you don't okay. even know. Have you been in an earthquake before? Not that I know of. Maybe in an undetectable one. Mm-hmm. While I was on the Maybe belly dancing cruise. Exactly. Yeah. You just thought it was a, it was a part of belly the belly dancing. Yeah. I've been in one when we lived in Leeds. Really? And I didn't know that it was an earthquake. Oh, so it terrifying? No, because it happened in the middle of the night. Okay. And what happened was the bed actually shook on the oh, ground. Yes. And I woke up uh-huh. and Dan was going away for work for a few days the next day. Yeah. And, of course, me being the panic merchant I was, I woke up and I was like, oh, my God, there's a ghost. We've got a ghost. Oh, no. And he's going away now and oh, now we've got no. a ghost in the flat. It's like a poltergeist. Yeah, well. moving the bed. Yeah. And then I got to work and everyone was like, how was that earthquake? There was an oh. earthquake last night in Leeds. And I was like, oh, thank goodness for that. that. Yeah. Oh. So weird. Leeds is the last place you would think. What did it feel like just all of a sudden just felt like it was Yeah, like the whole bed just moved. like moves. That the whole bed shook. absolutely terrifying. But because you're asleep and you just wake up, you don't really know what's going on. Yeah. I know, but still, imagine being like a proper earthquake. That would be awful. Imagine if you're walking home drunk, you'd be like, oh, I've had a few too many drinks. Yeah. It feels like the earth's moving. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the Loch Ness Monster. We're on it. Only half an hour in. Oh, that's okay. We, um, I, though all those facts were amazing. I mean, those facts were definitely worth listening to yeah. and all definitely 100% accurate. Absolutely. Well, it was you that did this one, so <laughs> it's definitely going to be accurate. So the first known sighting of what became known as the Loch Ness Monster appears in an ancient text from the 6th century AD. No. See, I can't fathom that either. I don't that even understand what that when is. They were um, cavemen. So it describes an encounter by an Irish monk, St. Columba, who was staying near the mouth of the River Ness. Columba heard a strange noise and sent one of his companions to test out the river. Of course he did. Of course he didn't do it himself. On seeing the monster, Columba made the sign of the cross and banished the creature to Loch Ness. The River Ness is at the northern end of Loch Ness and flows all the way yeah. to Inverness. Okay. So it's that main river bit that okay. flows yeah, into the city of okay. Ness. Um, but do you know what? I'm always really wary of these things from way back when, when they think they've seen something. Yeah. And then they think it's like a witch or like they think it's, do you know what I oh, mean? Yeah. Because it's so it superstitious. Of, yeah, and, yeah. It's part of their sort of culture and yeah. stuff. Yeah. But then if it was a giant serpent. Mm. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like. They over they over drama. I feel like they over dramatized everything back then. Well, yeah, and then also again because they didn't they didn't have paper. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. They didn't, and they didn't have pencils. Yeah. So so you basically you saying they basically, couldn't write shit down. Yeah. So you're just saying it by words, and then it's going to get exaggerated. Yeah, like Chinese it? whispers. Yeah. And they make it better each yeah, time. Yeah, so maybe it was like a snake or something to begin with, and then it's like... A giant snake. A giant one with three heads. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I do feel like it's a bit like that. Things went a bit quiet on the lock until the early 1870s. Okay. When passers-by saw a log-like object wriggling and churning up the water. I don't know why that's oh funny, but God. it just is. Um, there followed sightings of a large, stubby-legged animal a whale-like fish and a most extraordinary form of animal crossing the road. No way. Yes, way. What I want to know is if it was a log-like object, I don't know why this is funny, (laughs) how was it crossing the road? Because it didn't have feet, did it? If it was a large log-like object, that is such a hard thing to say. Like a little slithering. Slithery feet. Slithering log. (laughs) Give me a rule. 
Yeah, maybe. I didn't know that it crossed the road. Wow. I know. What? This really shocked me as well. Yeah. I didn't know that at it's all. It's very bizarre. Um, in 1933, so quite okay. a lot of time has passed, George Spicer went for a drive with his wife through the Scottish Highlands. The couple saw a large, unfamiliar creature pass in front of their car and disappear into nearby Loch Ness. Again, it's on the move. It's wow. wobbling about on its sloggy it legs. It's on the road as well. It's maybe on holiday. They later described the creature as having a huge body with no limbs and long neck. Oh. So how is it getting across the road? <laughs> Again, I'm obsessed with this. This is like the dog episode again. I'm just obsessed oh, yeah, with like the legs. Yes, yeah. um, a few weeks later, a motorcyclist made similar claims describing a prehistoric marine creature with four large fins and a long neck. These reported sightings. I don't know. But they, it's very different. Everyone's saying something quite different, yeah. aren't they? Um, these reported sightings sparked excitement among the general public and drew more visitors to the lake, hoping to catch a sight of what would soon be dubbed as the Loch Ness Monster. Wow. God, so, I have no idea. Yeah. It's not so what you think, is it? Yeah. yeah. Well, I thought they just saw, they only just saw it in the water. Like the big neck picture yeah. that you always yeah, see. Yeah. So speaking of pictures, mm. the first photographs were taken that same year by a man named Hugh Gray in 1933. Okay. So at this time, um, in like, I've written photo history, but like at this time many people like really believed a photograph to be absolute proof of evidence oh, because right, it was okay. so new. Like yeah, you yeah. can't have doctored that. That was it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, although manipulation techniques were common, the general public was not as familiar with them as they are today. Okay. Critics believe Gray's photograph to be a dog swimming with a stick in its mouth oh. instead of the Loch Ness Monster. Well, is that the famous one? No, but I'm getting to okay. the famous one, I think. Yeah. Um. In fact, in April 1934, the most famous Loch Ness Monster image by Robert Kenneth Wilson was taken. This is the one you see, you always see with like the big long neck and it's coming yeah. out of the water. I'll see if I can get a picture of it for our Instagram. Um, the surgeon's photo. That's how is that it's, what it's called. Yeah, or the Wilson photo. So okay. London-based gynecologist i don't know why that's important but i have written it down robert wilson took this image while he was on holiday so it shows a dark long necked object surrounded yeah. by ripples yeah you can yeah. See ripples in the water. yeah analysis of the wave patterns around the object indicated that it is about a meter 1.2 meters tall actually the okay. version we usually see of this photo is cropped. So the original image, which is much larger, shows the opposite shore of the lock and makes the monster appear much smaller. Ah, so 1.2 metres. Yeah. That's not that big, really, is no. it? No. So people it's sort of... It's quite weird, though. It is quite weird. It is yeah, a weird photo. Big, and right? especially for back then yeah, as well. So people started to think maybe it was a hoax. Yeah. And in 1994, 60 years later, after it graced the pages of the Daily Mail, yeah. Christopher Sperling verified the photograph as a hoax oh. by admitting a, his involvement. Why was a doctor do that? I don't know. From London. Like, why is he doing that? Maybe he was really obsessed, like it was his big, like, obsession. Like, and pet, pet he pet thought pet it would make him famous and, oh, you know, well, he'd be. Oh, I suppose it did, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Sperling, this guy that verified it was fake, he was the stepson of Marmaduke Weatherall. How good oh is that of a goodness. name? That was Marmaduke Weatherall. He was a big game hunter who had been hired in 1933 by the Daily Mail yeah. to find the Loch Ness Monster. Oh, right, okay. So he returned from his expedition with evidence of enormous footprints leading from the lake shore into the water. Right. But natural, the Natural History Museum researchers, researchers, researchers. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Concluded the tracks had been made with the dried hippo's foot, which were popular umbrella scents at the time. Oh. No. So they were just going like that. Yes. Like, oh, wow. What a little fucker. Job, but that's quite a good call, a hippo's foot. Yeah, because nobody that, really knows what a hippo foot looks like. Mm-hmm. And it's like it feels like it would be big enough. Except the sightings, they didn't have any feet. 
That's true. That was just a log yeah. or flippers. I know. They should have just done I one. I don't know why I'm doing that. Um, so humiliated, whether all retreated from the public after Sperling revealed the photograph as a hoax. Right. Okay. He explained that Wetherill had enlisted his help to create a model of the monster's neck and place it on a toy submarine. Hilarious. Robert Kenneth Wilson was chosen to give the photograph to the media because of his trusted reputation as a doctor. So that's why, yeah, actually. So another iconic photo is P.A. McNabb's photo taken in July 1955 but not made public until 1957 okay. when it was published in Constance Wyatt's book More Than a Legend. More okay. Than a Legend. <laughs> um, McNabb was, so he said, about to photograph Urquhart Castle when he noticed a disturbance in the water. Okay. He quickly changed lenses and took one picture. His son was with him at the time but didn't get to see it as he was busy looking at a car engine. Oh, that's okay. convenient. And only one picture he took as well. Yeah. Why did he only take one picture? Yeah. The creature must have been unbelievably big. The part of it that shows above the water is more than 18 metres long. Oh, what? Based on comparison with the castle. And so people think this might be two monsters. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's gone from like a log yeah. to two monsters. And massive ones as well. Yeah. Wow. The creature is also compared to the other dark objects in the photo. Okay. But the story became properly undone when the negative was looked at and they found quite a few discrepancies. Okay. <sighs> so it was basically just a, a hoax. Yeah. yeah. So the two images dif- differ in the exact position of the castle's reflection. Okay. Um. He said he took two photos with two different cameras. Yeah. But that doesn't really explain things as the monster that McNabb says was definitely moving when he photographed it is in exactly the same picture in both. Oh, right. So it's just so the it's the, And but did he ever confess that was? Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, you. I'm sure you would have said. Yeah. Yeah. Another photo, Peter O'Connor's photo taken in May 1960. So the story of this one is that he was camping on the shore of the loch. The loch. Yeah, got up yeah, in the early morning to go for a wee. He saw the creature, waded out, waist deep into the water and took the photo. He's brave. I won't be doing that. Apparently, and also, like, it's pretty deep as well. So yeah. How tall is he? So that's maybe like <laughs> three steps and then you're yeah. already halfway yeah. up. <laughs> Um, apparently he was able to get so close because he trained as a Royal Marine commander. Oh, right. Okay, that's it. He could walk through water without making a sound. Oh, um, really? But he has often been regarded as a suspicious witness because in 1959 mm. he claimed that he was going to lead an expedition of 60 people kitted out with harpoons, spear guns, machine guns, bombs and a machete to what? kill the creature. Okay. The image that he took is is problematic because the creature appears to be stationary rather than moving forward, as he said. Another one. Yeah, and the lighting shows that the flash came from about four metres above the water surface. Oh. Not close to water level as it should have been. Yeah. Um, oh. And that the photo was taken at 6.30 in May and there's lots okay. of light in the background yeah. when it would have been dark. Oh, I see. At that time. Okay, right, okay. Um, they also discovered that they also discovered three, now how do you say this, polythene, polythene bags. Polythene. Yeah. Polythene. Yeah. <laughs> I can't right. do words today. Polythene bags, yeah. a ring of stones tied together with the string and a stick that looked exactly like the alleged monster's head. Oh, what, did he just discourage it? What so a little fucker. Would you not drive it I down know. the road and chuck it in the bin there? Exactly. Anyway, so we're up to 1983. Okay. In 83, there was an, um, oh, another photo taken in 1983 and was initially used in some publications as, like, striking evidence supporting the monster's existence. Okay. So images surfaced of the animal with a much straighter neck and that originated from an anonymous source. Okay. Okay. So there have been suggestions that all of them are manipulations of the same image. Oh, right, okay. Um, so what is it supposed to be the same creature that's left all that Yeah, year? yeah. What? I know. Is that even possible? 
It's eaten a lot of food. Unless it's had babies, though. That's just, oh, oh, <laughs> that's horrible. Maybe it was the baby. Maybe it was the babies that were crossing the road before they had, you know, like tadpoles. Oh, maybe. Before they had grown legs. And then... And they're sort of just going along yeah. with their stomach. Yeah, maybe. And then it was like a teenager when it's 1.2 metres. And then... It but there's quite a lot of time that's passed in between the photos. Yeah. I don't know. Um, okay, so the photographer that has taken some of these is referred to as Anthony Shields. Okay. So Shields was known as Tony Doc Shields. He was a famous Irish psychic entertainer. self-proclaimed wizard of the western world author and artist so he's actually associated with several proven hoaxes um, oh no this isn't saying good including photos of a cornish sea monster that's called mogawar okay i think that might be wrong that turned out to be plasticine models oh no so he used these photos to promote a theory about the loch ness monster that it's a gigantic freshwater now, I don't know why I didn't actually do this um, spelt out. Cephalopod. Let's say cephalopod. Okay. It's a sea creature. In yes. It. Okay. That has a sort of trunk that sticks out the top of its head and mimics okay. the head and neck of a long-necked water monster. So that's what he thinks it is. Oh, that's okay. what he's saying it yeah. is. But, like, there are so many other Loch Ness Monster photos and video. Um, there's several land sightings. How weird is that? Yeah. And there's been, like, fossils that have been found and, like, whale bones, dead conga eels. I don't really know what dead conga eels are that have been found at Loch Ness. They're just like a prehistoric eel, I think. Do you not still get conga eels? I don't know. I think they're just really big eels. Are they? I mean, I could be making that up. No, I think that probably is. (laughs) I think that probably is. Um. But sadly, like, all the images we've talked about are... They are thought to just be hoaxes. Yeah, and okay. they're sort of like the best of the best photos oh, right. that have been taken in history of the okay. Loch Ness Monster. Um, okay. And they've all been a bit too problematic or been discovered as a hoax. A little bit fishy, yeah. Yeah, fishy, yeah. a little bit fishy. Yeah, a little bit fishy. Um, but this is exciting. There okay. have been recent sightings of a new video and photos taken by a married couple from their holiday cottage overlooking the loch no who way. wanted to remain anonymous but said, and I quote, it was something large, it was propelling itself with something, you could see it much clearer than it's come out in the photos. The lumps or humps or whatever they are kept disappearing under the water. No. What do you think about that? So do you think it's actually real? Well, we'll get into that. Um, And they said it was between six and nine metres long. Right, okay. So that's still quite big. I have seen the footage of this. Of the recent one? Yes. Yeah. And it is very blurry, as they always are, with all of these things. But there's definitely something pushing itself along the water. Because it's quite far out in the loch, right? yeah. so it's quite difficult to get a good picture anyway. Yeah, and it has like two, it's hard to sort of describe, but it has like two big long lines behind it in like a V-shape. Oh, right, okay. So it's like it's moving. Something yeah. is moving in the water and you can see it in the water. Yeah. But it's such blurry footage right, okay. that it's just impossible to see. Um, so Gary. like an otter or something. It'd be a giant like, fucking yeah. otter though, wouldn't it? Gary Campbell, keeper of the official Loch Ness Monster Register and logging oh. all sightings for the past 26 years. Wow. Imagine that as a job. That would be a fun job. That would be, because you'd get to check them all. Yeah. You want to have a real proper interest, though, don't you? Oh, yeah. You'd not be like, oh, here's another fucking Here video of again. a dog swimming. <laughs> um, He has commented on the video and said in terms of video evidence, there have been two or three really good videos in the past, but this is certainly up there with the best of them. Oh. Yeah, Gary's a believer. I'm going to have to see this. Gary likes to look at this. Um, There were 16 glimpses of the Loch Ness Monster in 2021. No way. Yes way, with one camper sharing drone footage. No. Which to me looked incredibly convincing. But it could just be a really long fish or eel. Right, okay. So it was showing the Loch Ness Monster under the water. 
What do you mean? It was showing it under the water. Oh, so it, it was, was a drone. swimming underneath water. Yeah. Oh, so I the see. drone was above, right, okay. yeah. and it was filming it. Something oh. swimming under the water, but. I thought that the water wasn't very clear. I thought it was really murky and dark. I mean, it is, it's like a sort of brownie colour. But it so how can you clear. see, like, the shape of something swimming under the water? I don't know. Do you not think that's a bit sus? Yeah, maybe it is. I but, have a look. I mean, that one, it is a shadow and it's quite far away and it's sort of blurry water. Have you seen that? You looked at that one as well? Yeah, I looked yeah. this one up and... That was pretty convincing, but it almost seemed too convincing. Right. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There was recently as well a sighting earlier this year, and this is my favourite thing, mm-hmm. which turned out to be escaped alpacas swimming in the water with long escaped neck. Escaped what? Alpacas. 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 That was actually a thing that happened. Oh, my God. This year. Alpacas. <laughs> I need to find that photo and I need to get that up on Oh, there. my God. That is absolutely oh, brilliant. Alpacas. That is so much like, better than the log just, like, like blobbing its way across the road. Oh, that's brilliant. Can you imagine? I read it and then I thought, oh, no. that's so funny. But that's so, like, Can you viable. <laughs> it's too, I saw that. must have been like, what is that? Where have they come from? <laughs> anyway. Why are they swimming in the log? So what could it be? Yeah, what could it be? So the plesiosaur, mm-hmm. which is a long-necked dinosaur. Yeah. Um, they think it could be a descendant of the plesiosaur. Okay. I don't think I'm saying this correctly, by the way. First found in 1823 by fossil hunter Mary. Good on you, Mary. A woman fossil hunter. <laughs> yes. In the 1823. Um <laughs> Where prehistoric reptiles with small heads, long necks, and four long flippers. Right. So she okay. found fossils she and evidence. Okay. And so they think that's the most In likely thing it could be. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Um, but then just, how, did it, how has it survived for so long? Well, maybe I'm thinking maybe it was there originally uh-huh. and then it died out. And because it becomes such a thing in the area, people wanted to keep oh, it. Oh, right. And Do you so know what I remember, mean? Yeah. So it was maybe there at one point. And if she's oh. found fossils, yeah. it was maybe there at one point. And then people, you know, like it's good for yeah. tourism yeah, as yeah, these yeah. things and are. It, yeah. And then all the people that wanted to be famous and yeah. they did all their dodgy photos and then it just kept rolling, rolling. Right. Okay. And then alpacas got there and <laughs> the rest was history. Um <laughs> But just a few months ago, paleontologists working in Morocco, yes, mm-hmm. we've gone all the way to Morocco, are you impressed, found oh. evidence in the Sahara Desert that plesiosaurus, plesiosauruses, plesiosaurus, oh. lived in oceans and seas and in fresh water. Okay. They found fossils of plesiosaurs in a 100 million year old river system that is now the Sahara Desert. Oh, wow. I can't even... That so it could have lived in fresh water. Yeah. So they found that this group were able to live in freshwater environments, which they didn't think was, was a thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nick Longridge is a paleontologist in Bath and an author, hmm. and he did a report on these fossils. So they found teeth, they found bones, they found baby fossils, they found three-metre-long adult fossils, Okay. Um, but as a scientist, he says nothing is impossible. They could still find the Loch Ness Monster, but he thinks it's highly unlikely at this point. Right, okay. And he's a proper paleontologist. Yeah, he's like an expert. Yeah. yeah. He, he knows his shit. He does know Yeah. Shit. Um, most scientists do still doubt that any dinosaurs could have survived in Loch Ness because of how deep and how vast it is. Yeah. But also there's not like Loch Ness Monster hunters, except for that one guy that was going out with all the – stuff the bombs and shit oh yeah um but they need to like they, there must be a population of them to like breed you know like it's not just one like and how surely that would die out but, like over such a long period. yeah i mean they must yeah unless there's like underground caves that they sort of sneak into under the water yeah and then they go across the road, talk to their friends, the alpacas. Yeah. There's a party going on down here. There's a bit of belly dancing coming around the corner. Here's Woo! belly dancers. Get on it. Um, so scientists remain sceptical, putting sightings down to wishful thinking, hoaxes and actual logs. <laughs> 
One professor of ecology has suggested that the images of a tentacled and alien-esque creature could be a whale's penis during mating season. Oh, my God. So what they are saying is that basically all of these sightings could just be a giant dick pic in the wild. And that's the story of the Loch Ness Monster. Wow. It's celebrated and details everywhere. And it little, could just be a giant dick Yeah, pic. a little, um, you know, those those little hats. Yes. Hats on top of their heads. Well, my little boy bought a Loch Ness Monster. He Jimmy hats, yeah. Hand warmer oh. when we were there. So you put your hands in it yeah. and it's a giant Loch Ness Monster. Oh, wow. Oh. Not quite the same when you know it could be a whale stick, oh. though. So what do you think? I don't know. I you think, think it's just a, like... It's handed, it, what did exist at some point and then it's just handed on. Possibly. Yeah. I possibly do like the idea of it, though. I do love the idea of it. Yeah. And I find it so creepy, the fact that that ocean is so big and yeah. so deep. Freaks me out. How would you be if you were, like, the log keeper and these people are getting photos and you're literally doing that all the yeah. time and you haven't seen and you've it? still not seen it. Yeah. I do think it did exist at one point. Yeah. Because it's been there for so long and it's such a huge, not yeah. ocean, like a huge lock. It's such a huge expanse of water and yeah. it's so deep. We don't know what could be under there, which freaks me out as well. But I don't think it's there now. I do just think, like what we were saying before, that it was just a story. It was yeah. there, it died out. Yeah. And people were just trying to keep it alive. Do you think it was ever there or do you just think it was never there? I don't. I don't know how it would survive for so mm. long. Because it, I mean, I don't know how long they live, but that's a long time we're talking. That is a long time. How long do whales live? Like, do they live hundreds of years? I don't know. Do they? Hundreds of years? That's know. a long time. 260 years? No, they don't. I don't know. I'm literally just making that up. 260 no, no, no. years? I have no idea. Let me see if I can find it. That's two and a bit letters from the Queen. Oh, yeah. She's now actually looking oh, up no. how long whales live. Let me just quickly <laughs> look up how long whales live. I, I like to believe in that stuff. I Like a little part of me wants it to be real and wants to, to believe that it is there, but we yeah. just haven't seen it. So it's a little bit out on my estimations. Right. As per always. Right. So the oldest one is a blue whale and it can last up to 90 years. Oh, that's a long Which time. A long that's not even time. a letter from the Queen. That's a long time. Yeah, God. And, and this, uh, oh, no, it's a one <laughs> whale species and even live beyond 200 years of age. Oh, okay. So you weren't that far off. Oh, yeah. That was a long time. Yeah, I thought they lived a long time. So I guess maybe, in theory, it could, it, it could have lived. I mean, that time. is a I long know. time. But I yeah, don't they, think they it's there. babies. And, yeah. I think it's just a good story, so. It is a great story. But please still come to Scotland and go looking for it. Yeah. It is a beautiful area. It is it an is absolutely beautiful. stunning yeah. area, isn't it? Yeah, it's worth just going, going to see the scenery of nothing yeah. else yeah but you might see Nessie you might see an alpaca or you might see a giant whale dick or a log as well crossing the road <laughs> at night <laughs> oh my right god right in front of your car oh that was amazing thank you so much I love the facts I feel like that was a lot of information about photographs that was brilliant, though. But there's not much proper evidence. There's just a lot of hoax photographs. Yeah. I know. I suppose there isn't. Yeah. I don't think I'd have the energy to do that. To take like, those To make up, like, a whole animal. Oh, and then let's do, go like, down. Let's take... I'd be like, oh, oh right, that'll yeah, do. Yeah. yeah. And it wouldn't look good at all. <laughs> I don't know. It would be quite fun to do. If you fool loads of people. Yeah, I mean, I suppose they had rewards and things, didn't they? Probably like the Daily Mail, how they were saying they acquired by the Daily Mail story of them. Yeah, Yeah. and became famous. Yeah, yeah, that's very interesting. I'll see if I can find some of these photos and I'll get them on Instagram. Um, Let's see if I can find the alpaca pictures as well. That is hilarious. I think that's my favourite thing. Escaped alpacas. That's just 
Absolutely brilliant. They must have been really good swimmers. But what were they doing swimming? They were hot. The freezing cold. It was a hot day. Yeah, they must have. Done. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh. But we would love to know what you think as well. Um, do you believe in the Loch Ness Monster? Or do you think it was there at one point? Please come over to Instagram and let us know at Mum's Mysteries and Murder. Yeah. Um, I think that's pretty much all from us. Thank you so much. This time. We are going to be back in October with an amazing um, Boopod collaboration, which we will be telling you more about. Um, but that's going to be early October, and we are very, very excited. Yeah, that's going to be really good. I can't wait to hear that. Yeah. Um, I think that's it, isn't it, for now? It is, yeah. Thanks so, for listening. Thanks for listening. Please send us a review. That would be amazing. Um, you can also email us at mumsmysteriesandmurder at gmail.com and tell us uh, your favourite episode or you could actually request an episode. Yeah. yeah. We have got a few suggestions, actually. We need to make our way through. Okay. And don't forget to hit subscribe and we will catch you in October in the spooky season for our amazing collab. Excellent. I think that's Exciting. it. So until then, bye. Bye.